Welcome back to Grid Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by two members of the collective, Donnie D.P. Peters and the resident moose himself, Mo Nuwara. A couple weeks ago, I told you we'd be going weekly, and then we skipped a week. Apologies. I was in Vegas, and honestly, I was not in the best condition to be podcasting, nor did I have my equipment. And these gentlemen were getting off to a fast start, fast and furious start, at the 2019 World Series of Poker. Donnie was hopping here and there, covering WPT events at Luxor, then going back to Rio, and Mo was just getting set up at his house in Vegas to start the seven-week fun adventure that is the World Series of Poker. But Mo, you're all set now. DP, things are starting to calm down. It's more about the Rio action. Mo, how's how you doing? How's Ve- how's the desert treating you in these first very optimistic weeks of the summer for many people? Not so optimistic for me so far. Oh no. Um, but Mo hates yeah. Vegas. You, I do. You really do. I do. Just listen to the tone in his voice. You asked him, and he's like, "Man, it's the best Wi-Fi yeah. he's had in a year, though." Well. The Wi-Fi is good. I guess that's good. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's been okay. Like, I've been playing a lot of ball, so that's been good. Yeah, ball. Try to get back. Ball was, defi- to get- ball was definitely life when I was there. I've never seen yeah. I, I Rarely have I been to a gym where it's just 20 people running fives. Winners versus winners, losers versus losers. And you just keep hooping until people start, you know, dying of exhaustion which normally you get to a court and it's like it's one court and it's 20 people and everybody's pissed off but that was that was some of the best ball i played in a long time as in terms of the group not me specifically more so the group and just constant games it was good yeah it's been pretty good um and you know like you said no better way to get back into shape than hooping i mean you're having fun while you're doing it so it's not such a grind um so yeah, I mean, it's been all right. Just running horrible when I try to do anything gambling-related. Although, um, what's their name? These idiot books did save me the other day with that. Uh, <laughs> the Raptors? Yeah, what was that, that that Raptors line? That was horrifying. Raptors. We'll take oh, it, though. They, they opened plus five. I think they closed near two and a half, three. And, yeah, I don't know. Well, I thought, based upon just the they line. They went up to six, too. Up to six, based yeah, upon it, was, it opened at five, five and a half, went up to six, and then went all the way back down to two, two and a half after the clay news. What, like, based upon that line opening, I was assuming not only was clay playing, but like that loony injury was just like a bruise. I was like, okay, loony's back, clay's back. You know, this is going to be a tough game. Like, when you open that line, how can you have any doubt in your mind that the dubs are not going to be? With Clay, like, what is that line? Didn't made? this happen? I think this happened in the NFL last year for one game. I can't remember who, but they opened the line. They shouldn't have opened the line at all. Yeah, I can't remember now off. who it was, but somebody was hurt, and we were thinking whatever, and they they ended up opening the line, but whatever. But yeah, they should have just, you know, so many. You see it so so many times now, especially with the growth of sports betting, that you know these books are kind of doing everything to protect themselves. And why wouldn't they just not hang a line? I mean, I guess the the demand was just there and people were like, we need a line, we need a line. So they put something out there. But yeah, why wouldn't you just wait? So you got that clay news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're like 
not betting limits and whatnot, so we don't really know. Right, exactly. I mean, maybe the limits on these were like 500. I mean, I don't know, but if the limits were anything like four figures, if they were anything five figures for sure, that just seems like as bad as it gets. I mean, the the dude's getting clocked for the dubs. It's just <laughs> embarrassing. Alfonso McKinney, Jarebko. Like, these guys are playing meaningful minutes in the NBA Finals. Unbelievable. And DP, I know, I already know you're great. This, you are open arms. You, you love this. This is your time to shine during the WSOP. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, let's go. I'm ready to go. How many hours have you spent at the Rio already? Way too many. We are, this will be day should... nine. Day nine will be today, I believe. Is it nine or is it eight? I don't know. They do something weird where they think that they start a day earlier than they actually do. So it's actually a lie, whatever day they say. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't even know. I mean, I'm trying to get there around noon at the latest and stay there till, uh, I don't know, midnight your, later. Your, your body gives out. Yeah. I mean, last night, listen, last night I went home early. So all, the, all you guys talking crap, I went home at like seven. You going to play it all? Donnie Peters oh, bracelet no. winner? No, I, I want to. I actually looked at the schedule the other day, and I was like, you know, I should find something to play. But the schedule is kind of crappy in terms of – well, it's, it's crappy in terms of how it works with my schedule, so that's annoying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whatever. Not a big deal. I'm there to work, not play. All right. Speaking of working, we're going to give you some really way too early. Way too early. It's June, guys. AFC Futures on this podcast – we're going to give you team overs, team unders, a team that we like to win their division at their current price, and then even a team to represent the American Football Conference in the Super Bowl. But just a warning, we're shooting at the hip a little bit. I'm going to be honest. I've looked this Yeah, over. but it'll be great fodder when we revisit in a couple of months. Oh, totally. We'll, we will play our, our favorite game of stay double down or fold i got that right again producing off the hip even but yeah that's what we're gonna do and then of course we'll come back and we'll do the nfc and we'll go from there it's funny this is the best time of year to get a price because of because of the lack of information so those of you out there that are really grinding your ass off good on you because this is the time of year to get a good price and let's dive right in, and we will start things off on a positive note. Let's go with overs, and these tend to be the hardest to get value on for two reasons. One, all of these overs are really high in terms of the amount of games they're going to win. And then on top of that, most of them are juiced. I'm just looking down the list now. One, We got a minus 130, minus 120, minus 140, minus 120. And then a couple of short pluses, then a minus 115. So if you're going to bet the over on the win total for any of these teams, they're going to get you. So you got to pick one. It's got to be sharp. DP, lead us off. What win total are you eyeing for an over? Well, I am taking one of those ones that's at a minus 120. Uh, Not as bad as some of those minus 140s out there that you mentioned. But I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals, if you can believe that, for all the crap that I talk. I mean, the line's line's only six. Uh, You know, if you look at their strength schedule ratings, I know that that's, you know, can go either way. But they did have a – their opponents, sorry, had a 
uh, 0.473 win percentage last year. They're still a decent team on paper. You know, they always just seem to kind of screw it up, but I always put a lot of stock in my favorite head coach in the NFL, Marvin Lewis, who is no longer with the team. That said, I think that they can, you know, book seven wins. I, I like the fact that this line is at a straight six, so I could even just push it um, and, you know, not have the full risk there. But yeah, I'm not I'm not super high on this division, uh, which is another reason. Uh, I don't think the Steelers are going to be that great. I think that they're going to take a decline. Uh, the Ravens, I think people are going to figure out the quarterback situation there. And, you know, he's going to regress a little bit. Um, and, and the Browns, I mean, there's a ton of hype around the Browns. I really don't know what to think there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bengals at, at over six. I mean, that, that number's low enough for me to, to dive in on it now. Yeah, according to Sharp Football, the Bengals have the 14th toughest schedule, so right in the middle of the pack. I, I, I see where you're coming from. This AFC North is on the surface. It's wide open, right? Like any year where all of the hype is on Cleveland, you know? And yeah, it's also a little bit of stock high, stock low in terms of the fact that the Bengals sucked last year. And and. Yeah, and gr- and granted, the the Browns deserve to have all the hype. The roster's been constructed in a very smart fashion. The quarterback is young and great and cheap, which has allowed them to bulk up on that defensive line, bringing in Olivier Vernon. You know, but to me, I feel like this division's also wide open. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can get. I don't know if I can get behind a team represented by a franchise that is not even interested in winning like their interest as a corporation is existing in the national football team uh football league winning is not their objective so i don't know it just makes me feel icky like what is their ceiling eight wins like isn't that the the Bengals' best case scenario this year eight wins maybe not more than six yeah, I thought it was, I, th- I thought their season would be around nine wins. I think they can get to be nine and six, which isn't isn't that great, but it's still three wins above their win total. Six games against the Steelers, Ravens, and Browns is no party though. Everyone's going to be shitting on the Steelers, and their their under is juiced really heavily. But I mean, they're still a a fine football team, right? I don't know. Bengals makes me feel icky. What do you what do you think, Mom? Isn't that the rule you guys taught me? That's right. When it feels icky, you got to get in there. It's two pods in a row where where Donnie's flipped the rule on us, Mo. I mean, I don't know how he picked any of these. I'm going to be honest. Right, these overs are disgusting. I'm staring. I've been staring at this column of overs, and I'm I, I don't like any of them. Just so everyone knows, we're getting these from the Westgate. Yes, shout out uh, Superbook to the Superbook. But yeah, I, I listen. I found the overs. Pretty difficult. I mean, as you mentioned off the top, Rich, these are they're all juiced pretty heavily. And then anyone that's plus money, I'm like, well, well there's this number. I, how can I ever go over? Uh, well, then, Mo, serve up. You have to pick one. Metaphorical gun to your head. Give us an over. Yeah, I mean, I've got nothing on this one, but straight up. I just like I looked hard. Believe me, I tried. I don't know. Just give me the Dolphins plus 130, I guess. Um, hey, Dolphins. See, not? isn't that just five wins with Fitz, Fitzpatrick by himself? Just hope either Fitz or, like, um, I don't know. I guess this is just me believing in my guy, uh, Rosen, that 
he's just underpriced right now because the Cardinals were just so unbelievably bad last year. And I do see a way they could definitely get to like six. I mean, they get two games against the Bills, which is nice. And two um, games and, against my shitty Jets. Like, yeah, two against and the Jets. And they always win that game against New England in Miami. That's in December. Every single freaking year. So I guess I'll just gamble on the plus 130 and hope this new head coach has a clue. Um, I don't really know. There's just nothing really attractive to me when I'm looking at these overs, to be honest. Well, I think that's a decent lesson, though, is that if you don't like anything, don't take it. Yeah, don't fire. You don't. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, we're doing it. Rich, you said the metaphorical gun to your head type of thing, but we're making a show, not not you know, not standing there actually putting money on the betting counter. Right. This is hashtag content. And to keep the hashtag content rolling, I came with a similar approach as DP. I was I was trying to target a division that I thought was somewhat wide open or at least had teams that might regress. And I think one of the top regression candidates in the AFC is, it's got to be, most Kansas City chefs. Because, I mean, that's another thing. The AFC sucks. I've been... Standing on a table for years now, these teams are awful compared to the top teams in the NFC. Like, the Patriots just get a cakewalk every year to the Super Bowl. Now, finally, KC stepped up and became somewhat of a contender, but these teams are a joke. And if I do think the Chiefs have room for regression, I think there could be a modicum of value, again, not loving this, on the Broncos? I mean, look, they had the absolute worst quarterback play these last couple of years. Case Keenum went in, was terrible. Something Simeon was awful. Who's uh, Brett's boy, the big tall idiot? Uh, that he, Paxton Lynch. Paxton, Paxton Lynch, Lynch, baby. Was awful. Brock Osweiler was awful. Hell, even the corpse of Peyton Manning was awful. And now... I'm not saying Joe Flacco is very much above awful, but at least he might be a steadying force at the quarterback position. No more Demarius Thomas dropping horrible passes. They've retained uh, their unbelievable pass rush. They still have Von Miller. They still have Bradley Chubb. So maybe, just maybe, the Denver Broncos can get to 500, get over that seven-win total. And give you a winner this fall. Am I betting it myself? No. But I had to pick one, so there it is. Thoughts from the peanut gallery. These are tough, man. I, I don't like I don't like the Broncos one, but I mean overall they're tough. I try I think I tried to talk myself into the Titans a little bit, but I don't know if I can believe in that quarterback. I just, I mean he's just he seems like a disaster every single I mean, maybe if he gets hurt, could that seems to work for them. Tana Thrill. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chargers for me, if I'm taking one of these AFC West team overs, I think. Aren't they regression um, as hell, though, too? Like, is I it... don't think so. They just keep adding. They're, they're super so juiced, man. They're one of those minus 140s. Rivers is Rivers yeah. is Cliff AF, though, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Like, this is, isn't this the year for Rivers and Breeze? This has to be the year. That they well, just I would have more faith in Breeze than Rivers. Dude, Breeze was bad last year. Really bad. Look at that throw that ended their season. Everyone wants to talk about the phantom pass interference miss. That interception was one of the worst things you'll ever see. This, the, I, I'm, I'm, this is Cliff season. 
Cliff S Z N for Philip and Drew Brees. Calling it right now. Okay. All right. Let's Go get. Ahead. Let's get. Some- I mean, the, the Chargers are going to win a bunch of games in the regular season, like normal. It's just, are they going to win ten? <laughs> let's blast off some unders. Then we'll be licking our chops for this one. Mo, lead us off. Let's get negative. What under do you like for the AFC? I think the one that I mean, there's a few that look decent to me. I really wanted to love Steelers under. But, um, man, their schedule is, like, really, really friendly from what I can tell. Um, Just eyeballing things. I I think the Jags. Jags under 8, minus 135 here. Big dick. Big dick, Nick. Yeah, like, if you're that's who you're putting your trust in to lead your team, you're just going to be sorely disappointed. Um, yeah, he can catch fire in a few games. Everyone has seen that, but um, no thanks. This O-line still a little bit questionable, I would say, especially on the right side. And then, man, they just have no weapons on offense. Like, <laughs> who are they going to throw to? Marquise Lee? You can't win like this in the NFL in 2019. Um, D.D. Westbrook. On the, your, on the other side of your, the ball. Your boy Chris uh, Conley. They still have their corners, but like Calais Campbell, I mean, he's not going to do that again, is he? And then, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the pass rush looks good, but other than that, like, and looks okay, I guess. It depends on what Josh Allen ends up looking like, but the D-line still looks all right. And I just, I don't know, man. I think this is like, uh, this offense is just so bad. I just... <laughs> And Maroney, I mean, this is still a guy who thinks you can just pound the rock or whatever. Just run. What happens if Fournette gets hurt again, you know? You just uh, call him Maroney. Doug Doug Lawrence Maroney, you just called him? Yeah, (laughs) that was great. (laughs) He's a running back himself. So wait a minute. Here's my – so before we fired out the pod, Mo uh, was hating on the Texans, who I'll just shoehorn right here and say the Texans are my under – it's hella, hella juiced at minus 140. They're, the total is 8.5. I, I don't care. I'm eating all the juice. They've got the hardest schedule in football, according to Sharp Football. Uh, they have, um, they like I said in the past, the last podcast, the draft pod, they didn't do what they needed to do to address their single weakness, which was the offensive line. And I just don't trust Bill O'Brien. I don't know. It just I, I, I do not put stock into what I saw last year when they had one of the easiest schedules, according to Sharp Football, and they came through. So now that they're 32nd, they still have the same crap, crappy coaching staff, the same crappy offensive line, a quarterback that is talented, but I just I don't trust on a game-to-game basis, so I'm going to take the, the back end of that defense is awful too. Yeah, secondary is as bad as it gets. Uh, they lost Honey Badger, which he's getting up there, but that's just another playmaker gone from the secondary. So, with with that being said, I mean, are we just should we just go back and pile the Colts over? Process of elimination. Um. Well, the thing is about these teams, that's you you kind of mentioned it really quick. 
is another reason I like the Jags under is they 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 do have to play the NFC South, which is not I think what you want generally speaking. Yeah, very fair. Uh, what was it? What, what? Oh, according to Sharp Football, the Texans play six top ten opponents this year, which is kind of crazy. They suck. The Texans do right. So why aren't we? Yeah, pu- I mean, why aren't we piling at, Colts over ten then? I mean, I, th- I just feel like because the ceiling is, is lower. I mean, you have to. It's but it's hard to get eleven wins. Goat Reich, though. This is a sharp team. Like they, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those spots with the Colts where this is going to be the year where you either got in before he really became the thing. I mean, there is a lot of hype around the Colts and, and Reich and that offense and all that sort of stuff, and their defense was really good last year too. Um, but if they go out and they do get this over, you know, 11 or 12 wins, then next year, I mean, there's no way you're going to have to be able to find any value. So if you do want to try and find any value, you got to kind of do it now before everyone's like, yeah, the Colts, they're the next thing. I mean, I think it's probably too late. That's the thing. There's two big problems with firing Colts to me. One of them is you're buying really, really high. Um, coming off, I mean, just look at the lines. Like coming off that season, look at like they're favored over the field and in a division that's like the last few years has pretty much been a toss up between not just like two teams but everybody involved. And then. Um, but just think it's of it. The, in, in the, other, the other big problem is is Luck's health to me. Like, he's always questionable whether he's going to make it through the season. Was he ever questionable last year though? Like, once they put together that that offensive line, like, I don't think there was ever a question last year of his health once he came back fully. Yeah, but I mean, he's been hurt a lot in the past, and you can kind of see why. I mean, the guy just like doesn't give a shit. So yeah, I'd, he is very reckless. I'll give you that. I, I see why he gets hurt. I mean, we hate the Titans, we hate the Texans, and we hate the Jags. Is a nine-win team going to win the AFC South? Well, who hates the Titans? Hold on a second. Marijuana. I hate the Titans. <laughs> Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill. What the hell is he? Even? I forgot he was even there. <laughs> All right, DP. We gave... Two AFC South unders. Who is your team that's going under? And well, don't, and don't say the, the AFC North. What's that? And I was going to say, don't say the Patriots. No, see, I actually try to talk myself into the Patriots, but I'm so over the fact that all these other teams just suck, like you said. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just infuriating. It's yeah. It's just really dumb. I mean, although that is plus 115 under 11. Why not, right? I mean, all right. You, you said. Cliff season, Tom Brady's got to fall off a cliff at some point, although he looks better than ever in all these pictures that I see, so I don't know, understand what the hell's going on. He's that, like, that dude's taking something, man. He's very, you think? He's got the, do- mean, he's got the he doctor, the doctor that's not a doctor, and you think he's taking something? Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's going, he's Benjamin Button, he's aging the other way. Like, it's so, it's so weird. His jawline just gets more refined every year. I'm like, dude, you're only getting older. You're like 47. <laughs> all right, AFC North, who's going under? The Browns. I mean, oh I mean, man! <laughs> listen, listen. I don't like a ton of these unders. I, I kind of like the Broncos under. Rich, just to go against what you said earlier, because um, you were on the Broncos over. Um, it, I mean, one of the reasons why I like these two Broncos and the Browns is 
their price. I mean, Broncos, I'm not really sold on Joe Flacco. I never really have been. Um, so getting under seven at even money isn't too bad uh, for me. And then the Browns, I just think that, you know, you kind of just go against what everyone else is hyping up, and that's the Browns. I mean, last year bit me in the ass, you know. I, I mean, I, I still think they, they pulled some some wins out of their ass last year that they they probably should have lost. But, you know, Baker was a good QB and, and was able to do that for them, and their, and their defense played well. Um, this year, I, I, I feel like it's this – so I feel like this team is is either going to like win twelve games or win six, which can be really weird thinking, I guess. But I just feel like they're a ticking time bomb in terms of a lot of the personalities that they have, um, surrounded by a lot of the hype and and a lot of that stuff that they're carrying on their shoulder. Where you know they're kind of carrying this burden that they have to like turn this crap around for Cleveland, which has just been an absolute dumpster by a fire of a franchise for the longest time. So. We'll see. I mean, Baker certainly looks like he has it, but you know, I'm looking at a lot of the, the other positions. Um, I think the Odell Beckham thing can just be a nightmare if, if it goes the wrong way. Like if they start losing or whatever. I mean, we've seen it before. We saw it in New York. He was having a fight with a kicking net. So who knows what could happen there? But yeah, just going against the hype here. I mean, if I'm going to go over on the Bengals in this division, I should probably find an under to take in this division as well. If the Bengals are going to eat up some of those wins, they're going to have to take some away from some teams. So I'm going to take the Browns under nine. Going for the max. Fuck the hedge, DP says. Going for max pain in the AFC North. Correlation plays. Love it. Mo, what are your thoughts? The Browns have been our heartthrob in the entire life cycle of gridiron gamble and now they've got all the hype are we going to be the hipsters that loved the band when they were playing openers and pubs and then when they get to I'm, I'm getting very british here wembley stadium we're going to turn our backs on them because because we're hipsters is that a thing that's going to happen mo no the browns donnie's drunk already i guess <laughs> 7 a.m um so he said Odell Beckham thing might not work out. Yeah, you don't, that was you don't think one that was of the first, best receivers yeah. in the world who that has was... actually a good quarterback is going to have a good season. That was That's really takey. Really takey. Strong take. take. Yeah. Um, okay, I never said it wasn't going to work out. I said it has the chance to not work out because I've seen Odell Beckham's personality. Great hedge. Excellent That's hedge. That's what I said. Play the tape, man. I, I know, but it's also it's just a hedge. <laughs> you just... That that take is horrifying. Um <laughs> No, the Browns will be very good, I think. The main question I would say I have is I'm still wondering about this offensive line, but um, I don't know. They did grab a couple bodies, and it seems like Baker's pretty good about getting the ball out of there. Um, I like the D-line a lot. Olivier Vernon has probably still got some juice left, I would imagine. Uh, And then... Man, they're just going so hard trying to shore up this secondary. I love what they're doing there. Uh, Greedy Williams, such value in the second round there. Um, yeah, Browns, and I think this division when I was looking had one of the one of the better schedules from what I, I can recall. So I think uh, I actually was thinking about over on the Browns. So Browns with the fourth. Yeah, gotta say no to this one. Browns with the fourth easiest schedule according. Two sharp football. They play six of the ten bottom teams in the NFL in their Browns 16. are listed right now minus five and a half game one against the Titans. 
home against the Titans? And then week two, they're on the road against the Jets. They're minus two and a half favorites right now. Wow. I mean, we're firing on Sam Darnold that game for sure. You can already do it. It's listed as the game of the year. I'm looking at the app. Let's go. Save your Sam. You know, save your Sam. Great stat. Save your Sam will be the same age that Baker Mayfield was on his debut night next November. I was annoyed their number was so high. Who, the Jets? Well, yeah. Yeah, and I was also annoyed are... that all these numbers are are straight numbers, and then they just decided to give them the hook. Because like, these they, futures... only a couple hooks. Here, spoiler alert. These futures are a joke. And we'll get to it more with these division winners. Let's well, let's just get right into it. AFC division winners. I, again, I don't like any of these prices. We're getting no value here. I mean, like... Well, I, I know where my value is. Chargers plus 160? Like, what's the point of getting plus 160? It's just like such a meaningless number. DP, where's the value? I'm I mean, if I'm going to... I'm going to stick with my Bengals pick. Uh, and go plus 1,400. Do everyone a favor and just donate that to the local homeless shelter. <laughs> because that's not getting any... You're never profiting off that. Okay. The Bengals. The bang- I mean, listen, you said it. The, these prices aren't that attractive across the board. What am I going to do? Lay 500 on the pa- Pats? I mean, that's probably the best I mean, bet, actually. It has to be the best bet. <laughs> should just, I should just mortgage everything and just bet the Patriots to yeah. win the stupid division. Yeah. Everybody out there, refi your mortgage and just put it all on Pats minus 500. Because what other team in that division is winning the AFC East? It's better than the Bengals. Yeah, 100%. Bengals plus 1,400. What about you, Mo? Who you like to win their division? I thought there was a couple decent values, actually. Um, I don't mind the Chargers plus 160. I think that's okay. Uh, it's just such a Browns blah plus number. Plus 140 is solid, I think. I don't hate that. But I'm going to fire in a long shot as well, and I'm going to take the Titans plus 700. Uh I don't really see why this team is priced this much worse than their peers in that division. Um, We've already been over why I'm a little leery of the Colts. Not sure about Andrew Luck holding up. Not sure at all about these other teams. Well, not. Well, I'm sure I don't like them. So I think Titans. Why why are Titans priced so much lower? I mean, they had a pretty good draft and then. their coaching staff seemed all right last year. Uh, I liked what they did grabbing AJ Brown. I, I mean, obviously, like Mariota's a question mark at best, but I think seven to one. There's some value. I mean, last year I had the Colts in this spot at six to one, and that proved to be a pretty bad number. So I'm just gonna do the same thing with uh, this year's. Uh, AFC South long shot and go for uh, go for a little uh, little plus 700 uh, try to get a big sweat there my biggest thing about why I dislike Chargers plus 160 and Browns plus 140 even Steelers plus 175 is and this is might sound stupid I don't want my money tied up for four months on a plus 160 you know like that's dumb I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's not, you look at that number and you're like, oh, plus money. You're like, oh, but it's only plus 160. It's not really that. And I got to wait four months for this? You know, like, 
Yeah, you might as well just put your money in a CD. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's let pretty me, much the same return. Yeah, let me go to Fidelity and get some bonds. You know, <laughs> like cool. Try firing baseball futures. Yeah, it's just no fun. Well, six months of of no value. Uh, yeah, if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick a team in the a- a- AFC North as well. And I'm going to pick the team with the most organizational stability, and that's Ravens plus 275. If we believe that division to be wide open, I'm just going to take the team with the highest odds with the most realistic shot to actually win the division. Sorry, DP. Bengals are drawing stone. The stonest of dead. And I know Mo just threw up in his mouth thinking of Lamar Jackson playing quarterback in professional football. You okay over there, Mo? I mean, whatever. It's probably okay. I'd rather fire that than the Steelers, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's the Steelers. Their range of outcomes, though, the Steelers. Like this I mean, there is a world where the Steelers do Steeler things and are playing the Pats in the AFC championship game again. But there's also a world where this is one of the biggest collapses you've ever seen and the Steelers win like four or five games because Big Ben is just dead. So there the variance in in Pittsburgh's results this year are is just is insane to me. All right, let's cap this off with some winners. What prices do we like for an AFC team to represent the division the conference in the Super Bowl? Mo, who you got? AFC winner. I got the Browns plus 800. Um I think this is pretty good value. I just looking at the teams around them. I mean, I think I think like you said, Rich, that the Chargers might have just as much downside as upside. Um, the Colts, I think, are just getting way overhyped for me. So I just I don't know, man. Browns plus eight hundred seems a little bit more than it should be. Right. And this is the market is certainly going that way so far. So I think if you can get Browns plus 800, you're probably getting decent value. Pinnacle's closer to seven than eight at this point. Um, So yeah, why not just take all the talent here and get yourself a decent sweat? I mean, just looking at these division winners, the fact that the Browns are shaded a little bit more than the Chargers makes you think that their AFC odds should be a little shorter, right? They should be closer to that 700 that you're, referencing on pinnacle so i too am selecting the browns they're 140 to win their division yet they have the fifth longest odds to win the afc just just on that principle alone there has to be some sort of value on the shortest shortest yeah yeah, shortest sorry there has to be some value on this cleveland team so given these odds from the westgate i too am taking cleveland i mentioned before they have the fourth easiest schedule this year, according to Sharp Football, and if if everything clicks into place, this is going to be a scary, scary outfit. DP, who you got? The Bengals. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just Turn kidding. Turn it just off. Kidding. Turn it off. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Listen, I kind of don't like that I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. I'm also taking the Browns. Uh, I know I had the Browns under, so this is a bit of a hedge in that regard. But based on these prices, as you guys mentioned. The Browns are like the only one that I like. 
out of all of this crap. I mean, it just the Chiefs and the Patriots are just too short at plus 300. The Colts, as most said, are overhyped at plus 500. The, I mean, the Browns are right there with the Chargers, and then the Steelers are right behind them at plus 900. I don't have faith in the Chargers. Like you, Rich, I think they're going to drop off specifically with Richard, uh, Rivers. And then I'm not high on the Steelers at all. So, I, you know, I think the Browns plus 800. I mean, I, I actually guess now that I say that I might could take the Steelers, but I, I just can't trust this team, that coach. You know, it just, I don't know. They seem like a disaster waiting to happen. So I'm just looking up Super Bowl odds real quick. I'm seeing plus 1,400 on Pinnacle. Hmm. So the the best bet would probably be just Browns to win the AFC then. Yeah? Instead of just... Yeah, I'd rather do that than 14. Yeah, because, I mean... Plus 1,600 at Westgate. Just doing dumb, dumb math, you would want to... If, if, you, if you think the Super Bowl is a coin flip, then it should be, in theory, plus 1,600 to win the Super Bowl. So the value might just be in clicking the Browns to get to get there and not actually win, which is weird. But, hey, look at us. We came full circle. We, I, was, I was worried that we were going to be those hipster fans that turned their backs on the Brownies. But that's our squad, well, man. Listen, just wait till we get to the season. God, everyone's going to be clicking them in the contest. And they're already laying five and a half week one. It's freaking June. Everybody's going to be clicking them in the contest. It's going to be Patriots' most popular team selected and then Cleveland Browns. (laughs) It's great. The year year 2019. And we're going to have the Dolphins, the Cardinals, probably the Broncos with Flacco. I mean, it's going to be great. Oh, my God. How many times are we going to be sweating the quarterback change between Rosen, Fitzpatrick, back to Rosen? Yeah, we'll probably be sweating the stupid quarterback change in Tennessee, too. Yeah, Tannathrill, Marijuana. Oh, man, I cannot wait. September. Who is, who's even the backup for the Chargers, by the way? Just I don't know. i just thinking of Rivers getting hurt. Is it, isn't it Goat Gino? Oh, no, Goat Gino went to uh, the Seahawks. Chargers quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I think that's never come up. Oh Charger, my I mean, I mean Rivers is a gamer for oh sure. Oh, <laughs> my God. Fire all the overs. Every over. Let's redo the podcast. It's Ty God. Oh, man. <laughs> Fire every over. Ty God. He would be super fun in that offense. Thoughts, Mo, on Ty God. Chargers. Super Bowl MVP. I think that he'd probably be a good fit there. <laughs> they just, you know. When you got the the moves they made on defense, you need more of a guy who's not going to punt it off. So he fits. He fits. But uh, can, can you can you imagine a bigger like, difference in player? How I mean, Rivers is Rivers is staying in the pocket, throw the ball, and, and Ty God just run around everywhere. You know, it's just like you know, one guy has has a good throwing motion and can launch the ball a bazillion miles, and Rivers is just throwing ducks sidearm. How how wet would Hunter Henry be with Ty God? Ty God loves his tight ends. I guess Rivers. Hunter Henry going to be on the field this year? (laughs) That poor guy. All right, that's our AFC pod. Coming up on deck will be the NFC pod sometime next week. I want to thank Mo for joining us. He's busting his butt out there, getting up early. 
DP, I'd thank you too, but you're a robot, so you'd be up at this time anyway. Um, if you guys want to get in touch, you can always shoot us a tweet at gridirongamble. You can also send an email, gridirongamblepodcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to chatting about the NFC and all the other things we'll be discussing this summer leading up to the fall and another super contest season for you boys. Until then, enjoy your weekend. Peace. Ow.